You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Without further adieu, the Dear Friends podcast. Dear friends, spill your woes to your musical family. Dear friends, they will take your questions and turn them into nuggets of wisdom. And anecdotes in an otherwise cynical world. Dear friends. Hi, I'm dear friend Emily. I'm dear friend Christy. And I'm dearest friend Jess, and welcome to Dear Friend, a writing advice podcast for the musical minded. Yes, we're tapping Ooh, into yeah. our baritone voices today. <laughs> I I wanted to try my radio voice on today, but no, I can't hold that very long. Come on, what do you think this is? <laughs> How are you guys doing today? <laughs> Come on, this is Dear Friends. I I, I can't have a serious bone in my body. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. Fantastic, Jess. Thanks for asking. Oh wow. Um. What is that pillow talk radio? Is that still a thing that people do? I don't. That's what I was thinking. It's like this one goes out to a lonely heart. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, this one goes out to Billy Flynn, who writes in asking, "Dear friends, there's a lot of friends of mine that aren't into musicals, and I don't know where to get them started. What musicals do you recommend as a gateway show to start them off?" How do you like that? How you like that, ladies and gents and they them's? I love it. Um, I'm assuming we're talking about adults, or are we talking about right. kids too? It does That's not a good specify. Question. All right, why don't we do two separate sections? Okay, let's start with adults, and then we'll do kid ones at the end. Yeah, because I wouldn't recommend Annie to an adult. No, for their first one. Although I don't know, maybe the eight, would, the eighty two film is pretty <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, I my go tos are kind of the generic ones that kind of everyone sees that you can easily access like at the holidays, Mm -hmm. like The Sound of Music and The Wizard of Oz. Right. Um, Those are two that are so intertwined with pop culture and kind of the quote unquote the normies that I feel like they're very accessible. Um, Also, Wizard of Oz is that old style of musical theater where it's like the songs don't really – don't really develop the plot that much. It's like, go do this thing. And then they sing about the thing that you kind of are already aware of. Right. Whereas, go follow the Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, mm-hmm. go follow the Yellow Brick Road and then we'll sing about it, which was yeah. kind of, it was. it's from the 30s. That's what you would do. Yeah. But Sound of Music is the integrated style, Rodgers and Hammerstein perfected, where the songs do uh, work in service of the story. So mm-hmm. I think those are good um, dual representations because we all know we get very annoyed with those people who don't like musicals and they're like it's unrealistic how does everyone know the song and it's like because it's an art form you doof really? um, and so maybe one would appeal to them more than another because the sound mm-hmm. of music you're like this is telling the story the songs are telling you the story 
Right. Just like a dance might in a ballet or how you would in an opera or something. Like, mm-hmm. or how you find allegories in movies and um, styles in anything. So, Or how an action scene plays out in a movie. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like that's a good comp- yeah. Yeah. comparison. A lot of you can suspend your disbelief when an action star comes out of a cra- car crash and just dusts themselves off without a scratch right. on them. Or you, you know, go, you're you watching- go, just have fun. It's a movie. Like, that's... Right. The same. Or, you know, you're doing Shakespeare and people are speaking in unrhymed iambic pentameter because that's the, you know, format. (laughs) It's the format. And if the format doesn't appeal to you, that's not a battle I'm going to have. Like, I'm not going to try to convince you if you're like, I just don't like it. It's like, okay. I mean, that's just something to do. But if you are curious, I feel like Wizard of Oz, Sound of Music, those films are good gateways. Yes. Mm-hmm. As far as like pro shots, I know we're kind of sick of Hamilton fever at this point, but Hamilton Hamilton's is still great. like a perfect it's gr- show. It's to show great. People. I mean, you know, my my personal recommendation is to start with you know musical mu- genres of general music that they like. So yeah, yeah if you're like oh, into yeah. hip, if you're into rap and hip hop, um, you know, send them to send them some Lin Manuel Miranda. If yeah. you know you're more into rock, maybe the Weber Rice shows, or you know maybe Rents. you know something Rent, Spring Awakening, one. yeah. Um, especially um, for yeah, like find teenagers. The, yeah, find the score and find the music that's going to appeal to them, and I think the story will follow. Yeah. And if you want to get some boomers into a musical that's also good, um, Come From Away Ooh, has a way yes. with the older crowd. And that pro shot, like, I showed my mother it. I was like, hey, you might like this. She watched it six times oh, over, is, like, three I days. Mean, yeah, that's just... Now, that's just incredible on so many levels. Just the story, the fact that you've got the 12 characters, the directing and staging of that is mm-hmm. still blows me away the way they're like flipping. You know, you'll see somebody, they're doing this one character, they'll come, they'll grab a jacket, they're another character. Yeah, I think also um, jukebox musicals are a great way. Um, yeah. If, if the person is a big fan. And again, going back to the Absolutely. boomers. Like um, my mom... I mean, my mom loves musicals, obviously, but uh, but she's obsessed with beautiful because Carol King was is her person. She's a piano driven right. songwriter, just like Carol King is. Mm-hmm. And so for uh, she I think she she like took her family to see it who aren't necessary or her brother and sister who aren't necessarily mm-hmm. musical theater people. But it was more like going, remember this time of our lives? Remember this right. music that we shared? And I think that's um a great way too, you know. We're we're all musical theater snobs mm-hmm. here. None yes. of us are super into yeah. jukebox musicals, but again, if it's a way to get someone to the theater and right. seeing live and performance, honestly, you know, I think it's a, lo- a good gateway. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of the people who were pop stars, you know, back when us olds were, you know, younger, they're doing shows now. Cindy Lauper did Kinky Boots. Sarah Bareilles huh? um, did Waitress. I call them um, popsicles. Yeah, and and Juliet <laughs> with like all the you know mid tw- early mid twentieth twenty first century. Uh, stuff, so. I know I'm dying to see the Britney Spears Once Upon a One More Time right. box musical. Yeah. I can't wait. Even if it's bad, I don't care. <laughs> but I also think, like, let's think about the dads, the brothers, the sure. the, the the edgy boys. Oh. Um, dads, dads love Jersey Boys. Um, they love mm-hmm. Book of Mormon. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, American Idiot. If you're into kind of that, uh, if if your nostalgia is maybe leaning towards that early 2000s punk yeah. sound. Um, but also, don't ever underestimate taking them to see a sung version of a movie they like. Take them to Beetlejuice. Take them to <laughs> all the other hundreds of films. There's Take a them to Tootsie, why I those guess. Dumb movie 
to musical shows exist so that you go, I know that, I know what to expect, and then you go yeah. and see it. So, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that is fair. <laughs> and that always, you know, that always has a place as a gateway show. I mean, you know, everybody likes to make fun of Wicked and Rent and the Lloyd Webber shows and, you know, everything else. But the fact is, you know, that's usually where you got, start to get those, like, 10, 12, 14-year-olds who are like, yes, this is my thing. I want to do this. And that's how they get into, you know, Sondheim and Kander and Ebb and, you know, all the really meaty, meaty stuff. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something a little more ambitious, um, mm-hmm. if your person is maybe, maybe they're a theater person or maybe they appreciate different art forms um, and they're not, like, necessarily, like, averse to something a little more heady, um, mm-hmm. the Into the Woods pro shot. Because yes. that I saw that when I was five or yes. whatever, and I became obsessed. And I think because the fairy tales are so mm-hmm. e- the fairy tale characters are so easy to grasp, and that original production is so iconic. Um, I think if your person is can handle a little bit more, um, I think mm-hmm. that would be a great one to start off with, and it's a great first Sondheim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also famously, I had a show that basically is this premise. This developed into something else after 200 episodes. But um, I started with Sweeney Todd because that is like a perfect thing for like, if they're a horror fan. Oh yeah, that's a good horror Well, not even the movie version. I showed showed Andrew the George Hearn pro shot, then the movie. I love that pro shot. That pro shot is as perfect as a pro shot Mm -hmm. can be. Mm -hmm. I love George Hearn so much. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, Are that's a, a great Are you a Carrie fan or a Hearn We've fan? had this conversation before. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Carrie I'm a Hearn. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, thank you. My, my Alzheimer's is kicking I've in I've got again. no, so no beef with Carrie at all. I love Lane Carrie But um, mm-hmm. I, I think just something about George Hearn, the way he can like yeah. scream like a hair metal god while uh-huh. singing like a baritone, there's something about it that just works so well. But yeah, that's a great that's a great one too. Like uh, again, if they're like dark and uh, yeah, the movie version something, of Sweeney yeah, Todd wants something a little more edgy and thinks that musicals are all like the yeah, you know, and then the sound also, of music or the perky Annie stuff. Yeah, and if you think about like let's say teenagers trying to get teens into it, that Johnny Depp one. I mean, it's it's like R, but you you know, mm-hmm. it's you if they're kind of an edgy teen, gothy emo, yeah. they might they definitely would be into it. Um, yeah. And then, Repo yeah, the Rent, Rent is so good for teenagers. <laughs> like, when you discover Rent as a teen, it's there's just something about yeah. it. Like, I mean, Christy, uh, uh, well, you're a hair older than me, but, like, we were I, Just both, a touch. Just a hair. But, like, discovering Rent around that formative yeah, Rent time, was having that it college, actually come was out. was college age for me. So, yeah. That's, oh, that's still It was still pretty much formative. in that yeah. Yeah, yeah, wheelhouse. Yeah. But, like, yeah. It's great. And, and those shows that those shows that kind of become simpler over time like rent Mm -hmm. or like the golden age shows, not that they're simple, but their music might be a little more accessible. Um, those are great for younger people. Um, my Andrew Lloyd Webber phase was when I was like, (laughs) like angsty, like 15 year old. I was listening to like, you know, that phase that every musical theater girl goes through when they're like 15 and they listen to Les and they're like, I'm Eponine. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. I <laughs> Les Mis yeah. is another good one. Les Mis is another great gateway one. Um, not the movie. No, no, not the movie. Do the do the tenth anniversary concert. Ooh, yes, tenth anniversary. That's the concert. one I grew up with, or and I love it. I will say I do prefer not the twenty fifth, the more recent thirty uh, fifth anniversary concert with Jesus, Michael Ball. Jesus, how many of these Javert. concerts do they need? Yeah. Michael Ball is Javert, and they cut a lot out of that tenth anniversary concert, like a lot of story pieces, and they 
bring it back into other concerts. There's too many concerts, but yeah. I think the most recent one. I think very, the 10th anniversary good. one was just like the hits, like just the songs. Um, yeah, it was yeah. just the songs. But um, but that one's great. It's too got a fantastic cast, though. Yes. I mean, oh, oh yeah. my god. Did they call it the Dreamcast? They like, did. Yeah. Who did they ask? <laughs> <laughs> it was like Leia Salonga's epic. There was Leia Salonga's in there. Um, I think they. I think Cole. it was Terrence Mann was Javert in that one, right? Or was no, it no, it was Phil Quast. You're right. I love Terrence Mann. Ba- baby I, Philip Quast. Philip yeah. Quast. I know we're not in the horny episode, but oh my god, he's so hot. <laughs> well, I, I love Terrence Mann, so he's very horny too. Um, Terrence Mann is very hot in the Chorus Line movie. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the first face you see. He goes, he's okay. yeah, he's the dance captain. I love it. With the, they with gave the him the an actual personality. He's Rum Tum Tugger. Cats. Cats might be a good one. Cats is a good one. Um, if you do have like I'm, that, I'm just saying. Team. <laughs> yeah, if you do have the angsty girl teen uh, uh, Phantom at Royal Albert Hall. If you do have a very angsty girl teen that wants to know a bunch of TikTok memes, and that could be a good gateway, <laughs> bring them into Heather's the Musical. Like, a lot that of had teenagers a... love Heather's. Well, yeah. TikTok started with like the Martha dump truck in the flesh, like that going over, and now Heather's is coming back with the meant to be yours, like oh, right. guys singing yeah. again. Heather's is never going to die in this generation, so you <laughs> might as well show it. And because it's permeated the That's youth fine. culture. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally fine. And as long as we're talking about trending, I mean, you know, uh, Encanto has been on the Billboard Top 100 for like weeks oh. now. Yeah, I was going to segue to that. Uh, people will always be like, I hate musicals. And then it's like, my favorite Disney movie is The Little Mermaid. It's like, that's a fucking <laughs> musical, man. Yeah. Like, my, uh, all of the Disney Renaissance big ones are musicals. So there's a game, like proper, modern, integrated into the plot musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, Encanto, obviously amazing, but. Mm-hmm. literally those are great gateways ones that you probably have already seen and ones because it's through the medium of animation you don't sit there and go why are they breaking into song all of a sudden yeah you allow it for gr- some reason yeah if we can be grateful for disney for anything it's normalizing a stage sung thing for a lot of new people with that lion king and beauty and the beast stage versions mm-hmm. which are proper broadway musicals mm-hmm. that t- pr- took a lot of people that probably wouldn't go see into the woods and get their butts into a theater yeah, yeah. beauty and the beast was the first one i've talked about this before it was such a big freaking mm-hmm. deal to be like i can't it blew my mind i was like disney is making a stage version of the best movie that has ever existed like yeah. i can't even like it was such right. a big deal and now it's just yeah. like now anytime a disney movie musical comes out everyone's like where Where's the stage version? <laughs> exactly. Where's the stage version of Encanto? Give me Lin as Bruno. Yeah, suck on yeah. it. I don't, suck on I don't it. want Lin as Bruno. I'm I'd just I'd saying it to make people as, suck on it. Uh, what's her name's dad? I'd prefer her as Augustine? Mirabelle's dad. Augustine. Okay. I could see Augustine that. Augustine Magaldi, who has the distinction of being that is the first not a good man to be a viewer. Sorry, I just heard Augustine. Yeah. That is not a good me. introduction. I'm telling you, it's just one. in there from that high school production. You guys. Oh, yeah, I know. You know. But yeah, um, and to be know, a fuse. I like how to, uh, Antonio local, goes. Bend to be a fuse. You know your local uh, schools, um, oh, local see. repertories, mm-hmm. especially like around the holidays or like you know right before the summer as they're closing off the season, mm-hmm. they'll be mm-hmm. doing like those you know big, easily accessible crowd pleaser shows. So they'll, that's and when they do like the guys and dolls yes. and um, <clears> you know <throat> all the ones that you've heard about, Mamma Mia or mm-hmm. all those other fun sp- ones that are really good to get people into and if you have like a teenager or a tween like Mm -hmm. that is that wants to see musicals 
but you don't want to break the bank, the local high school productions are perfect for that. Because God, not only I, is it you, I am here right now because my grandmother took me to my um, older cousin's high school doing Oklahoma. So yeah, <laughs> like because on the one hand, they don't know they they're just seeing theater to them. It's. Mm-hmm. The high school might as well be as this. If you're like 10, the high school production and the Pantages production might as well be the same. And then if you're like, oh, say like a 13-year-old and you're going to go to that high school next year, it's aspirational. It's something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And it's just a great way to bang out those like kind of foundational musicals that a lot of – that we do in educational theater. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't have to break the bank seeing a professional production of Bye Bye Birdie. You can go see the high school production and get – something great out of it and support your community and support the kids and yeah. all the things that you want to do to help nurture theater in your local mm-hmm. communities. Um, so go for that. And then, yes, there's so much local theater. I'm so tired of people on Twitter going, revival of this when? I'm like, go to, go to your local theater production. It's happening around the corner. Like, I, still so- see Secret Bro- I still want to see Secret Garden on Broadway, but that's a very good point. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm speaking generally. Like, yeah. I, You're not I just, anti-revival. You're just, no. there are other ways I'm not anti-revival at all. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you can see this theater. Like, you don't have right. to just wait till Broadway does it. You, mm-hmm. could, you could see it. You could produce it. Like there's, right. there's, and you're talking, yeah. we're talking like stuff that's going to be like, you know, maybe 30 or $40 a ticket rather than 80 to a hundred dollars per ticket. This if is it's a high school production. It's going to be yeah. like 15, 10 bucks. 10 bucks. 15. Yeah, exactly. If it's a show your kid wants to see, take them to that production. It'll mean so much to them. Like seeing mm-hmm. people around their age doing theater like that. It means so much. I love educational theater. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since we're talking about the kids, let's talk about musicals that we think would be a good gateway for kids that might be interested in theater. Like, Annie. if you can't, like, even afford to... Let's just say you're in the middle of, like, bumfuck nowhere, yeah. and you just want to be able to show them a movie that'll give them that vibe because it's, yeah. you don't want to drive three hours into Again, town. Again, you know, you know, all the all the do- top Disney classics are good. Musicals um, with kids in them absolutely. I find are really great because they can... They, they have that's someone how they, they can see themselves. Exactly. So that's why Annie is good. If they want to mm-hmm. go darker with a with a child orphan, you could go Oliver. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um Matilda's great. Matilda. Uh, all yes. these all these put upon little children <laughs> musicals. Yeah. Um I think the music man is good for kids. Yeah. Um I love that at six. <laughs> well, it I mean, really, because there's kid characters and the music. Obviously, it's we all love the score, but there's it's graspable but complicated or intricate, mm-hmm. I guess. So it's cool. There's stuff you can. I, I remember like when I was a kid having to memorize the entire Rock Island. It was imperative for me to know every line in it. Um, and I think that's I think that's a great one. Um, what mm-hmm. are some others with like kid main characters mm-hmm. that you guys can I'm- think of? I'm um, Secret Garden, obviously. Yeah, Secret Garden's great. Um, <sighs> I know, you know, back in my not day, not high they society. Were, back in my day, they were taking little girls to see Cosette to see Les oh, Mis yeah. because it's like, oh, they got the little girl singing "Castle on the Cloud." Yeah, it's like, yeah, and then there's the other two, two and a half, three hours where there's a lot of other stuff going on, but you know, for some it worked. If you have a particularly, um, if you have a little boy, 
mm-hmm. um, who's maybe wanting little, to seize the day. Uh, no, mm-hmm. well, I mean, yeah, Newsies is great. Newsies yeah. is great for kids across the board. But I was thinking, if you have a little boy who's maybe a little more in touch with his feminine side or a little dancey, Billy Elliot has. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I love the score that much. I feel like it's kind of sparse, but because it's yeah. a bit more of a dance show. But if you have like a ballet boy. Um, that might be mm-hmm. a great one to kind of show I him. know these shows aren't popular among us theater people, but I've <laughs> seen kids really gravitate towards these shows. Um, SpongeBob the Musical was a moment for a lot of children, and a lot of people are obsessed that was, with theater that because That was of surprisingly that. well they done They love Seussical, too. I mean, they love Seussical. Yeah, Seussical. Shrek the Musical, which is very, very big and regional. And yeah. Oh, yeah. These are yeah, the kinds of got shows. A, it's got a pro shot, too. So if that's... And these are the great... kind of... score. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. SpongeBob and um, Seussical, shows like that, um, that had Broadway runs. It was one of those things where, like, they had a Broadway run, and I was like, this is having a Broadway run for the technicality of being a Broadway show. And it doesn't matter if it closes early because this shit is meant to do gangbusters in regional and educational theater. Uh-huh, and it like, has. come on, Seussical is made for educational theater. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it was never going to be like a hit on Broadway with it being as cartoony as it is. Who knows? Maybe yeah. they could. I, I, I want to see yeah. a stripped down, reimagined uh, yeah. Seussical. Um, you know what? No Seussical that fucks. I want a Seussical that fucks. <laughs> I honestly oh. think that's where Beetlejuice uh, was going, but then they, you know, got a lot of people who decided they wanted to get it back on Broadway. So, well, let's just say the the one of the leads got a TikTok and started doing a bunch of things behind the scenes, and that was what Beetlejuice? grew that fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. um, the actress Presley Ryan, who was the understudy for Lydia, so she was able to do a lot of TikToks behind the scenes when people were like going in between stuff, um. and that drew a lot of the attention to the the youngs. The tickety talks. Yeah, yes. and at that point, when they suddenly started yeah, kids selling these out, days. <laughs> they were already announced to close. It, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it's a messy situation. I understand the messy situation. Yeah, I, but uh. I know. I, I, <laughs> to me, people were so angry on all sides, and to me, I was just kind of like, yeah. I mean, I the show. Ex- I mean, revival. To be no, honest, I know. I'm with you on that one. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> oh, you know They're- what's? Jeff reminded me earlier. What a great. Sorry, just to, he just walked in. My husband. <laughs> he reminded me of a hey, great beautiful ga- boy. You <laughs> <laughs> reminded me of a great gateway musical, um, which is Fiddler on the Roof. Yes. Which I think it is because one of the things that the show does so well is that it. Without making it like exposition dump, um, the whole beginning of the show is setting up these traditions and this community yeah. so you understand what's going on. And then the rest of the show is spent breaking those down. Yeah. Um, this, and I think that's, it, it's deceptively um, deep, I guess you could say. But yeah. I think that's, I, a, I think Fiddler's But good yeah, one. I love, you know, there's few things I love more than a really good, okay, this is a this is everything you need to know before the show starts. Number and tradition is one of the best. <laughs> oh yeah, and then and then right after you get Sabbath prayer, so you know how the Sabbath works. Oh my you goodness, get you see the scene with Perchick where you're song. like, this guy is from out of town. We don't exactly trust mm-hmm. him. There's so much. The wedding, you get the idea that him breaking the barriers, so them mm-hmm. dancing together is a big deal. I love that stuff. Um, and I think even if you don't understand really anything uh, about like musicals or, or, or the city of Anatevka. Um, and I think you can relate to a lot of that. Um, and that has a near perfect film adaptation. I don't oh, think there's any perfect. faults oh, yeah. in that movie perfect. where it's adaptation. It works as a film first and a musical second, yeah. which is what makes it so good for a gateway show. It's so good. Yeah. I showed it to my students 
when we were when we were uh, having Zoom class all of last mm-hmm. year. And I just shared the screen with them over a few days. And I said, we're going to watch Fiddler on the Roof. They loved it. Oh, my God. They were, like, commenting, going, wait, what is that? Wait, who is that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that guy's what? Oh, my gosh. They were so invested. <laughs> and it's a great – it's such a great high school show. Oh, they're yeah. so – I get that to, was my junior – that was my junior year show, so my junior year show stuff. too. Yeah, um, so yeah, I was a mo- I was a mama and I was a mama um, too. Yes, in the dream, se- you know, the dream mama. sequence. I was a soloist in uh, the rumor song. So oh yeah, and oh, Emily famously played Grandma Zytel. Oh yes, against Josh Groban. <laughs> Josh <laughs> Groban himself. Josh Groban. I know they showed it on the Tony Awards. It was the, the <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, one of the cool things about it is when we did it, um, the guy, uh, we had this tradition of like, we have the, we had this wonderful history teacher at our school, Mr. Friedman, um, just the best guy in the world. Um, and our, we would always let him have like a small role in, in our school musicals if we could. So like a few years before I got there, they did West Side Story and he played Doc. Um, and then when we did Fiddler, he was the rabbi. And it was really mm-hmm. great because, um, so he was going muzzle tough, muzzle tough. Um, but it was so helpful because he is Jewish. And so during the rehearsals, he, he and his wife, um, she came in and they would kind of teach us um, because obviously we were a very diverse cast, um, you right. know, L.A. arts high school um, across the spectrum races. So we all we had a literal girl who was a Russian Jew in our cast. So that was mm-hmm. that was pretty handy. But um, we, he taught us everything and we learned everything. So it wasn't just we're doing this show with no context. We were able to get like a cultural history lesson. Which, right. again, should be kind That's of the important. point of the musicals you do yes, in school. Yes. It should be somehow tied to an education somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing is in a vacuum. And that's how Fiddler works so well. Like, you can just learn so much about the culture naturally. It's amazing. I love that show. Yeah. I agree. I think Fiddler's my number one choice. But I think we've talked I think this I ranted on and well. on. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know what? Anything with Patti Lapone. Like, she's a good gateway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess um, the Mama Rose musical has kid roles. That's pretty good. I like one. that. It the does, Mama Rose yes. musical, yes. Ma-moo, it does ma-moo. have a lot of kid roles. And yet there's yeah. strippers in it, but they're strangely wholesome. Yeah. yeah they just teach they're you to not, get a they're so nice. They're so nice to Louise. <laughs> I know. I love... <laughs> I love You Gotta Get a Gimmick. God, I love mm-hmm. that song. Uh, anyway, that's tying into our last episode about sexy things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. You're giving me some Mama Rose vibes today, Emily, with that, like, maroon shirt. Yeah. Sing out, Louise! <laughs> okay, okay. Actually, you're giving me a Melda Staunton, uh, Mama Rose. You're giving me Patty Lapone, Mama Rose. <laughs> yeah. Christy, start so, telling us to turn off our phones. So yeah. I'm just Herbie. I'm just Herbie here. <laughs> <laughs> or Tulsa. No, I'm Herbie. Uh, I can't be that good dancer. Uh, Get your friends into musicals, people. We've given you so yes. many suggestions. Now spread the gospel. Yes. Now go out, my friends. Convert, convert everyone. Everyone's yeah. gonna be walking down the street, snapping like you're in a Jerome Robbins. Yeah. Those big L arms. Oh yeah. I mean, this just today, peep, uh, Spielberg was trending because you know somebody posted that oneer from the gym scene, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And so yeah, it is amazing. My favorite part is Guillermo del Toro breaking down like, "You guys don't understand how amazing this is," and he mm-hmm. broke down the like cinematic technique and ended with like, "It's like being Salieri trying to keep up with Mozart," and just like I can't. <laughs> 
You know, that Spielberg guy might yeah. be talented. Yeah, he might be a good director. He might be a good director. I, I know this is way off topic, but his mu- movies have basically looked like musicals since he changed his DB- DP to Yamush Kaminsky in the 90s. Like, even Schindler's List has these, like, weird spotlights coming in and just shining the right things at the yeah. right moment. We've talked yeah. about like this, pieces. like, how mm-hmm. neither of us were worried about Spielberg directing a musical. We were yeah. like, oh, I, please, come I was on. How has he not done this yet? <laughs> yeah. I was worried about the Mama Rose musical he was going to direct an adaptation of with Barbara Streisand about 10 years ago. Yeah. I've read the script. It would she not have, been, have worked. No. I I'm sorry. Told. I'm not seeing Streisand as Mama Rose. No, that you know time who has put a stop to by. that, right? Yeah. You know who put a like kibosh on that happening, right? Sondheim? Yep, Mr. Yep. Sondheim. <laughs> Good. I can like, see that. You know what? The show is perfect because it keeps getting reinterpreted. If we make a definitive version, that will just be whatever one sees it as. I don't want this to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another great regional like, theater show. And I do think it's a good one that um, you could show yeah. to kind of anyone of any age. It, it's it's good for like maybe your, your kids who can maybe handle the fact that, you know, it segues into burlesque and stripping. But it's like, you know, very tame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to end on a story before we promote all of our wonderful stuff. Um, one time, my father, trying to show me what acting was, started showing me the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and it's Susan Sarandon and Barry Boswick walking through the ring. He's like, see how they're like reacting and acting to things? And then my mom's just like messing around reading a book or something, really and then Tim Curry comes out, and my mom looks up, what are you showing him? <laughs> Tim going, ah. And then they turned it off. I was like enjoying myself. And he's like, all right, that's done. Sorry, she said no. (laughs) Um, Promote your wonderful stuff. (laughs) Um, All right. I'm at Musical Hell um, on YouTube. Uh, Lots of social media stuff. I've got a Patreon. I've got merch. I've got lots of videos. <laughs> Emily, go for it. I'm at Stealing Focus on YouTube. Um, I do make some educational. Um, th- th- sorry, I do make some educational history theater content. So uh, if you're into that stuff, you know I got your mm-hmm. teacher stuff ready to go. But I also do musical theater history, and you can find me at Emily A B Clark on all mm-hmm. the social things. Go find me. <laughs> um, and I was recently on a couple podcasts where I was was talking about you guys because I always talk about you guys and I say you two are by far the smartest and most educated musical theater content creators and the best of the best they are and I stand by that every day I'm very lucky to know you both well Um, when you're right you're right (laughs) if you want to listen to me garble on about musical theater with my buddy Andrew look at musicals with cheese all right we'll see you next time on the dear friends podcast Dear friends, spill your woes to your musical family. Dear friends, they will take your questions and turn them into nuggets of wisdom. And anecdotes in an otherwise cynical world. Dear friends. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.